Welcome back to Going Through It with Justin Essenmacher. Thank you all for tuning in. This is the third episode. You know what they say. Third time's the charm, I think. That's um, why my parents had a third child. (laughs) Uh, I'm the middle one. Like I said in the last episode, you know, I'm the middle one. And today has been a day. I woke up and, you know... Um, what is it? I I woke up and it was the boys in the kitchen. You know, we were all talking shit, talking about our days at the bar and the club and the dancing with the girls and how bad I am with it and how no one can handle me. (laughs) It's always a fun when people say I'm too much to handle. I'm sorry. I guess, I think, I don't know, I'm 31 and people are like, Justin, you're too much, it's like trying to teach an old dog new tricks, you know, I mean, I still work on it, the criticism just keeps happening, you know, like, for example, I just come out and then everybody is talking about me and how I got kicked out of the bar, yeah, I got kicked out of the bar. I did. I, I, it's not like I wanted to get kicked out of the bar. It's not like I wanted to ruin my night. I didn't ruin my night. It was a good night. But my friends all making fun of my dance moves. I can dance. Okay? I can dance. And like, Justin, you're the only one that looked like a crazy person dancing on the floor. And I'm like, I'm sorry they can't handle these moves. Because they're fire. It's not my fault that the rhythm catches my body everywhere I go. And I'm also sorry that I was drunk. I'm not sorry that I was drunk. I'm sorry that I was having too much fun and other people weren't. Especially for the little security guard that kicked me out. All right, dude, lighten up. We're all at the bar. We're all getting fucked up. It's COVID. No one cares. We're all trying to die quicker. We're all there, no face mask or have it on. People are making out. People are finger banging on the dance floor. People are fucking in the bathroom. People are doing drugs. Who gives a shit, security? You're going to kick me out for dancing too hot? I think you should leave me in and kick the boring people out, okay? Kick them out. You need people like me who wear their grandma's button-ups. People say this about this shirt. I love this shirt. It's comfy. It's flowy. And I'm wearing the shortest shorts ever. If the camera goes down, you'll see my pasty legs. You want to see them? Okay, I'll show you them. Look at those babies. Solid. It's not solid. I haven't worked out in a long time. I moved down here, and then things changed. It's in the best shape of my life, and I moved down here. And then, you know, workouts go out the window because you start stressing out about life. And you're like, I can't wake up to work out. Yeah, you can, Justin. It's just, it's just easier to sit around. <laughs> That's why people with abs, like, people want to have people with abs. That's because they work their ass off for those abs. It takes dedication. Me, I like food. I like beer. And God's green, marijuana. When you eat, when you take marijuana, you like food. Food has been my new thing. I can't stop eating food. It's bad. It's either I don't eat enough or I'm overeating. 
it's probably issues with stress and everything going on in my life. But the criticism, back to the criticism. So, you know, everybody likes to talk to me and tell me about what they think of me. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I did ask how you think and what I should do about it. I do want to calm down. Yeah. But it actually helps me calm down more when people just tell me every day I need to calm down. And then everybody, people I don't even know, criticize me. I'm not going around to random people and going, hey, man, you know what? This, 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 this about you. You should stop. I don't even know you, but you should totally stop. Or maybe give the person a fucking chance. Get to know them. That's the fun thing with me. It's either you love me or hate me. I don't know. I don't want to be that person. I want to be loved by everybody. But sometimes it's too much. I am too much. I get it. I get it. But I'm not trying to be an asshole to you or your friends. I'm not. I'm just trying to have a good time. Sorry if I offended you, but I'm also not sorry. I try to be a people person. I am a people person, you know, and uh, my friends all say that I let it, I give too many fucks. And that's where you get a lot of stress down is from giving too many fucks to people. You, you, you worry about everybody else but yourself, even though you need to worry about yourself. And that's things that I'm trying to learn with within myself. Yeah, I am. I'm trying to learn what it is that I need to do. And it's just honestly just worry about myself. But I was raised in a close family. And, you know, I have, uh, I was always around my family. You know, my grandma lived a half a mile away from me. My uncle lived a half a mile away. We had a pretty close family. And the way I was raised was family first, you know. It's always family before everything. And it's good to have a sense of family because family has your back. At least in my mind, they do. I like having, you know, a sense of family. Having, um, you know, if you, if you need someone to fall back on or talk to someone, you have your family. It's just, oh, how I was raised, and I, I believe in that. And, and now that I'm on my own, it's kind of fucking me. It's a huge learning process. I lived in Michigan for 29 years with my family. Then I said, I need to chase my dreams even harder, and I went to California on my own. I just said, get in the car and go. It took so many years for me to go to California, and I did it. Now I'm alone. Family's gone. I'm across the entire country trying to figure out the dream of comedy, how to make it work. I don't think anybody knows how to make it work. I mean, people have figured it out. If you got the secret, please let me know. Um, help speed up the process. But that's the big thing too, speeding up this process. I don't think you can speed it up. You just have to go with it. And hopefully you're making the right turns. Like we've talked about this in the last episode. I've talked about my other podcast. You know, it's, you, I'm hoping I'm making the right decision. I think I am. I'm Now I'm in Texas because Texas allowed me to have the freedom to perform. So again, 
I packed up my shit from Michigan because I had to move from L.A. to Michigan to survive COVID. And now I'm in Texas to have the freedom to perform during COVID. Thank you, Texas. But who who knows? Who knows? The, the, the sense of family is something that apparently, it, it's not that it's hindering me. It does affect the way that I think and feel about certain things and how people um, care about themselves a lot. And yeah, everybody is a little selfish. You got to take care of yourself. You do. You're first, always. And sometimes I'm not thinking that way. And sometimes it's messing with my emotions and it's not good. My friends with the criticism, they're trying to help me and I get it. My family with the criticism, they're trying to help me. I get it. But the difference is I just, I don't even ask for the criticism at most points, which is why it irks me to my soul because I get it every day. And then my friends are like, well, they keep saying it to you. What do you think about that? And I'm like, well, I get it. I'm still trying to work on myself. But you keep berating me with the same criticism every day. How I'm too much. How I, this job and how this, you should get another job. Or you should not do this and not do that and not do this. Talk about this. Talk about that. It gets to a point where it's just like, what do you want me to do? And then everybody else at the end of it, everybody, (laughs) this is my favorite one with criticism. After they tell you how bad you are with your, your energies and how difficult you are and how you, you, you're too stressed out and you don't handle stress well and all that. And you can't, um, women don't date you for certain reasons and all this. And then they go, then at the end of the fucking hour of criticism, they look at you and go, but Hey man, be you. And I'm like, boom, roasted. What do you want me to do? Because I am being myself, and that's why you guys are criticizing me. I'm going through it. And I'm trying to figure it out. Before this podcast started, the reason I'm talking about criticism is because it did happen in the kitchen. Where my two friends, you know, are talking to me about how I was at the bar. And how I danced too crazy. And that's why I got kicked out. And it's like, no, I got kicked out because apparently some guy who was insecure thought I was hitting on his ugly girlfriend. I was just talking to her. I just said hi in passing. And then he looked at me with a little stupid face. And he's like, what are you doing, bro? And I'm like, not trying to hit on your ugly girlfriend, dude. Calm down. And I walked away like an adult would. Then the security guard's like, hey, man, you're out. And I'm like, for what? He's like, you started some shit over there. I'm like, no, dude. His ugly girlfriend was hitting on me. Not, I, it's not the other way around, bro. I walked away from that situation. And it was a security guard trying to prove his worth, which is $12. <laughs> Boom, roasted. That's a good one. But the criticism part was because I was, I was getting talked to again by my buddy, Marcus Olin, who loves to tell me my, everything about me. And I'm not mad about it. I mean, I, I get annoyed with it. Because sometimes I feel like people have, when people talk to me, I feel like they just think that I want it, the criticism. I think they, like, I'm looking for it. They don't give me the criticism I ever want, like, want to talk about. Like, hey, what did I do here? What did I do here? They're just putting on all the things, like, obviously I know what I'm doing. 
I remember that. Point out something I don't know. <laughs> but before I started this podcast, I had to go outside and meditate for real. I haven't meditated in a while and it helped calm me down. I was thinking of maybe smoking some weed to help, but sometimes when I'm in this mood where I get into a bad mood, the the weed sometimes doesn't help. It sometimes actually makes it get to a worse mood. And I had to take a step back and clear my head and go, you know, this is something that you should do is go outside, you know, listen to a guided meditation, get chill, you know, beginner's meditation. It walks you through it. I sat out in the sun. It's a beautiful day out. It's like 70 degrees, nice little breeze. The sun's out. I think it, I tried, I took my shirt off, tried to get some, some sun. Body needs some vitamin D, you know, maybe that will bring in some happiness. But it did help calm me down. So I just didn't come into this podcast fuming and fuck just foot on the gas pedal just coming at everybody. Because I was afraid that if I just decided to smoke or, or drink to try to cope with it, which I mean, I yes, I am drinking a beer, but I meditated before, so it's a little bit different. But I wanted a beer. It's a nice day. I, it started as I wanted a beer because I was mad. And I was like, maybe it will help. I know it wasn't, it, it, it never helps the anger. It just fucking keeps putting it down. So I decided to meditate and I'm happy I did. If you never meditated, try it. Go on YouTube, type in guided meditation for beginners. You can find them. Um, they're helpful and um, they are calming. I know people make fun of it. I even made fun of it before, um, before this past, like before, when I was younger. I started meditating um, like last year. It's good for the body. It's good for the soul. And I stopped doing it because, you know, it just it takes work to meditate and better yourself. Everything, it always takes work. And um, sometimes being lazy is the easy route out. Obviously, it always is. But the way that I look at uh, laziness it doesn't help because uh, when I'm when I'm when I'm lazy uh, and I'm not doing something I um I it's just about not doing enough that's where I don't like my brain right now um, I haven't liked it <laughs> in a while uh, ever since I moved to Texas my brain doesn't stop it doesn't turn off does not turn off. It's never turned off, but in Texas for something, I don't know what it is. It's it's a new environment. Um, I'm trying to do more and more things. And see, I know I'm doing more things, but I, my brain's telling me I'm not doing enough. It's not good. I go to sleep now, and it is... Uh, I go to sleep, and I'm I have night sweats now. I've never had that before. Now I'm looking it up on WebMD, and uh, the first one says stress. The first one says stress, and I'm like, that makes sense. That's it. But if you go under those, it's like cancer, diabetes, all the crazy things. That's the bad thing about WebMD. WebMD, WebMD is kind of like, uh, kind of like that chatty Kathy girl who always has all the rumors, and she'll say whatever she wants, and then whoever wants to believe what they want to believe. That's WebMD, and now that other person's telling that person they have cancer because they said they have, they have a ball on their foot. No, that's just a corn. 
No, it's cancer. I looked it up on WebMD. Okay. Unfortunately, WebMD is like all I have because I don't have insurance. So I don't have a doctor. When people tell me that they have a doctor, they go to like a doctor or a dentist. I'm like, wow, dude, good for you. You must be doing pretty good. Pretty good. I know when I was in Michigan, like Michigan's raised on on get a good job and have some security like health insurance and a good income and get a family. And I'm like, but I could be a server and I'll do well. No, Justin, you're going to be struggling. Yeah. I don't know. Insurance to me, I was always like, I was always annoyed by insurance because it's like, I never use it. But I got to pay for it. Like car insurance. I just need it when I total the car. Okay, can I do that? No, you got to have it every day. Oh, that's fucking stupid. You got to have insurance just in case someone hits your car. You know, like, but that's on them. But your your insurance company's like, well, it was on them, but we also have to raise your insurance. Sorry. But I didn't do anything. I know. But since we did have to replace your whole car, now your insurance goes up $100. Sorry. Insurance companies are fun. I like it. I like it. They're like, hey, you need us, but when you do use us, we're going to charge you a fucking arm and a leg. But I already pay an arm and a leg. I know, but we're going to take the other arm and leg, okay? Sorry, bud. And you're like, but I can't afford the first one. And they're like, I know. So that's why people are driving without insurance. Because we can't afford the fucking insurance, okay? Whoever came up with this shit, man, per- they're a fucking genius. They are a genius. And then the government works in and they're like, you know what? This would be good, man. Let's fucking, let's charge everybody something that they're never going to use. <laughs> they did that with college, too. Nice one, government. Boom, roasted. Let's get these kids at 17 and 18 to take out $100,000 to use an educate to get an education they're never going to use and become a server or a, a, a cashier at a gas station or a CVS. That's a good plan. That's a good plan, Bob. As they fucking sip their cognac next to their fireplace in a cabin up in the up in the Colorado mountains. <laughs> hey, hey George. Yeah, Bob. Uh, let's uh, fuck over every kid in America. I'm in. Cheers to that. I'll fucking cheers to that. I'll fucking cheers to that. That's the fucking great thing about all of that. Speaking of college and and a, a debt, how the government is like, you know what, kids? We know we kind of forced you into this thing and we kind of brainwashed you to think college is gut. We kind of for we kind of made your thought process think that dreams are bad. Don't do a dream. Become a drone. Go to over there and we'll pay you some money, bud. We'll just take your whole life. We'll also put you into a hole where you can't pay any of the debt that you owe us, but you can have this great job that you're going to be miserable at where you can't afford your car, you can't uh, afford your bills, you, you can't afford your student debt. You can't afford your insurance. You, and we're all like, this is a good plan. I'm in. And then the government's like, um, 
well, hey, we can bail out that Fortune 500 company, that Fortune 500 company, that bank. We need those people. Those are my friends. They need to, they, they can make mistakes. They're also adults that have been doing this for a long time. Shit happens. Now, those 17-year-old kids, they did that, and they knew what they were getting into. Them irresponsible kids. Those irresponsible kids, they need to learn a lesson. We're not going to take the student debt away. Even if they die, guess what? We'll give it to the fucking family. And we're all like, I'm going to college. What is happening in the fucking world? Gosh. Damn it. So, uh, talked about anger and stress. Did we talk about anger yet? I don't know. I'm talking about stress. Let's talk about some stress. I don't know what I'm stressed about. I mean, I do. I really do know what I'm stressed about. Um, but, uh, see, like, my thoughts don't stop, like, me just saying that, like, my body started getting hot. I don't think that I, maybe I don't profusely sweat from my armpits because of the deodorant or whatever. Maybe just because I'm stressed. I'm not overly sweaty because it's a body problem. It's just I'm stressed out. My body's like, dude, you need to calm down. Calm down. I can't even calm down in my sleep. I got to listen to guided meditations to sleep. Those don't work. I listen to brown noise. But then the whole night I'm thinking, I'm like, have I fallen asleep yet? Because I can still hear the brown noise throughout the whole entire night. When I close my eyes, songs start playing. I close my eyes, and now I'm, I'm, I'm singing every song that I heard that day. Along with, hey, bro, you should probably be doing this, 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 this. And then I open up my phone to turn on a guided meditation because I'm like, I need this to sleep. Then I go on Instagram because I'm addicted. And now it's two hours later, and I'm like, I need to go to sleep. But then I can't sleep because now my brain's running again. Yeah. So we had a crazy week back here uh, last week. We lost all the power. Lost all of the power. But luckily I'm from Michigan, so I understand I understand that uh, the weather can change. Now it's, it, last week it was, it was 20 degrees, no power, and now it's 80 and 70 degrees here. Texas, what's going on, dude? Are you going through menopause? It's crazy. <sighs> so, let's talk about this week. We went to, uh, went down to, I went down to Fort Worth. Actually, I haven't done, I haven't recorded in like two weeks, so I was down in Fort Worth to enjoy myself you know what i mean i went down there for a show at hyenas to watch the show then i went out to the stockyards baby and that's where i got kicked out the stockyards is crazy man and it's during COVID. down in fort worth these people these cowboys straight cowboys they don't care man they're just like i'm trying to get a beer inside and that's it people were waiting in lines that were like 200 people long 200 people 
not getting in anywhere. I stood in line for 10 minutes and I'm looking at these people and they're serious. They're like, this is the place to be. And I looked inside. You could smell it, smell like shit. Every bar down there smells like mildew and ass and barf and beer because it's a college town, which I don't belong there. <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun. When we were walking on the streets, we were walking on the streets and, um, you could see inside the old steakhouses that are on the same strip as like the cool wild college bars, right? And you could just see the couples that were sitting in there for, <laughs> they've probably been going there 20, 25 years. And I'm like, that's probably where I should be. I shouldn't be out dancing and fucking getting into tussles with security guards or getting yelled at by security guards is what I should say. I shouldn't be, <laughs> we, I shouldn't be with my friend losing keys at a college bar because I'm 31 years old. I should be in bed. It's 2 in the morning, Justin. Grow up. But you're like, it's my lifestyle, dude. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a comedian, dude. I don't live a normal lifestyle. I like to party and stuff. I like to hit on women who I'll never see again. And then get heartbroken about it. Stop getting heartbroken, Justin. Fucking move on, dude. Fucking move on, dude. But I'm like, no, man, she's special. No, she's not Maybe she is. I don't know. I don't know. I just, every time I feel like I meet somebody, it's like, uh, it's like you feel like you'll never meet somebody again. You will. But you're like, but I want that one. You, 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 you hit it off with someone, but then you're also like, then maybe now I take a step back and it's like, hey, Justin, you were pretty drunk. But she was pretty cool, right? Yeah, but you were pretty drunk. She was probably drunk. You don't know what it was. She lives in a different state, Justin. Move on. Move on. I'm trying to. So my friends keep telling me, Justin, you get hung up on women too much. I know. I've just been single for so long. I just don't even know how to act anymore. There's like times where I just don't give a shit. Where I'm like, I don't feel like, I just don't feel like going through it. You know? I... But then I go through it because I want to. And I'm like, I need I need somebody. I need somebody to love me. You know? Then after Fort Worth, uh, Monday, we went back to Austin. We went down to Austin and um, for Kill Tony. Pretty exciting stuff. Um, I know Marcus is going to talk about this on Boring Capitalism. We'll probably talk about it on Open Mike's Hollywood. But he got, he got pulled and fucking Joe Rogan was a special guest, along with Brian Moses. Wild. Wild. And I was talking, and I'm like, this is crazy. Joe Rogan's on stage. Marcus is on stage. Joe Rogan is like one of his idols. That's like his number two comedian, you know? That's like his guy. That's like his number one podcast he listens to, you know? He loves it. And he's standing next to him. I'm like, that's crazy. And he got to meet him because of comedy. Comedy is just crazy, like chasing a dream and a, um, taking you places that you've never been before. I would have never been to Austin. I wanted to always go, but now I have gone because of comedy. You meet a lot of cool people. You meet a lot of, you do a lot of fun things, but in between there's a lot of stress because you don't know what you're doing. 
It's more the driving that just gets a little, gets tedious, man. And I know it's part of the job, but I was just like, can I just, can I just transport there? I can't wait for transportation to happen. Like transporting, hell yeah. Please help me. Help me get to my jobs quicker. I know I'm going to be miserable at the job, but get me there quicker so I can be sad faster. I don't want to drive 30 minutes and be thinking about everything that I hate. <laughs> Isn't that suck? Especially, like, remember when, you, well, when I was working, when I had a 9 to 5 job and you had to wake up early in the morning. Early in the morning and drive through rush hour traffic where everybody's tired. Every, you look in people's car. You could see how miserable everybody is. Look at the people's faces next time you're driving into work. Everybody hates themselves. They're like, I fucking hate this. They're just driving and we're all tired. We're all swerving over the roads because we're still sleeping. We're still sleeping and, and we're driving to someplace that we hate. We've been there for 15 years. We're just like, oh my God. I hate my boss. My boss, she smells she eats loud. She always brings in fish to the office. You're like, can you fucking stop, Becky? Oh, she's just this dumb old lady who doesn't get the job but thinks she's hot shit. And you're just like, I hate you. And now you're driving to work every day. And everybody's like, why are you so sad? Because Becky. What are you doing at your job? I sit behind a desk and I just type. Why are you late to work? Because I don't want to fucking be here. Do you? Have you ever asked your boss if they want to be here? I have. And my some of my bosses are like, yeah. And I look at them and I'm like, how can you say that with so much conviction in your fucking face? How? There's no fucking way. There's no way. You're trying to tell me you would rather be doing this than doing anything you've ever dreamt of. Yeah. Totally. What? You would rather drive... From your house in our rush hour traffic to six in the morning to, to come to this place to make a certain amount of money where no one gives a shit about you. Yep. I got security. Ah, stop. I'm driving to work tomorrow. When you're driving to work tomorrow, why are you listening to this? Look at everybody and get a good laugh with me. And you just be like, wow, this is sad. It's sad. That guy doesn't want to go into work. No, he would rather drive his car into a fucking wall. <laughs> and I'm like, no, dude, don't drive it into a wall. Hit me first and we'll both go into a wall. Let's do it. I don't want to go into work today and I'll have a good excuse. You ever have a good excuse why you're late? I like those. You're running late, but then a car accident happens. You're like, fuck yeah. Hey, sorry, there's a car accident. And then they're like, well, can you jump over it? And you're like, what? That's my favorite one where bosses, when you call them up and you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm sick. I'm not feeling so good. I can't come in. They're like, well, hey, if you feel any better in like a few hours, let us know and you can come in. It's CVS, Bob. You can handle it yourself. Not that serious. Well, I don't know if you take this job too seriously, Just I fucking don't. I don't. You pay me $8 an hour. If I took it, if you took it seriously, you'd pay me more money, so I don't hate it. At least give me some incentive to come into work, work forty hours, and make no money. Ah. Oh. Well, hey, don't worry. You can use that, and you can pay um some of your student debt. You can pay like 
the the interest rate on your student debt. You can't pay any of the principal, but you can you can pay that in, in, in interest rate. Get that down. Oh, my 10% interest rate? Thank you. Well, you see, we were giving other kids 11%. We gave you 10 because you're special. Fuck, eat a dick. Yeah, working, working. It's sad. I get it. We all have to work. We have to make a, get a means to an end. But for someone to tell me that they would rather be inside of a, a workplace instead of outside on their own and their own free will and doing whatever they would want where they could use their mind and freedom and explore new things, you'd rather be buckled down to a, a certain city for 20 years to get nowhere? Okay. Maybe I'm the fucking, maybe I, you know what, it is. Maybe I'm the stupid one. I am. I, obviously, I have to be stupid because I'm doing this shit. And everybody talks to me like, you should probably get a better job. Well, I'm, I'm trying to do this full time. They're like, nah, it's not going to work out. That's a good thing about these things. Is uh, Dreams are not cool till they're cool. Then people are like, hey, man, I remember you. And I was like, well, do you remember me from, uh, did you go see me at that one bar that I drove three hours for uh, where there was one person who was the owner and they were canceling the show? Were you at that show? Thank you. Day one, baby. Yeah, work. Work, work, work. You know, I try to work harder at this because I, I just want to get out of that system, man. And um, my boss asked me yesterday, she's like, do you like to be here? And I'm like, of course. She's like, do you mean that? And I looked at her and I was like, do you like to be here? And she's like, yeah, I love it. And I was like, okay. I mean, I don't mind being at work. I don't. Like, I, I, I understand work. I get it. I was raised to, you know, work. And that's how things just work out. You you work every day, you save up money, and then you retire. I get it. Uh, 18, I joined a band, and now, and then I, I haven't stopped chasing a dream since. I had two years off. I went through a breakup, and I didn't know what to do. The band broke up, and I was lost. I was like, what do I do now? And then I got into comedy, like I said. Um, I just never, I've never been intrigued by any of these jobs and people are like well you never tried to apply yourself to these jobs and this job and that job I did I really did I applied to I applied to so many jobs after college I wouldn't get one email back I couldn't even get an interview and you want to know why because I went to college and college really didn't say that hey should probably get an internship because when you go to apply to these jobs that you want, you're going to need experience. So now all the jobs that I want and I think I'm qualified for, I'm actually not qualified for, even though I just graduated and spent thousands and thousands of dollars on. No, you're not ready yet, Justin. You have no experience. How do I get the experience? Well, you get an internship and you work for free for a year. What? Yeah, that, yeah that's how it works. You, you, you didn't know that? Wait, so I got to come... To your place of business, three to five days a week for free and work for you and can help you make money? Uh-huh. What? 
don't you want this job to pay pay down that student debt that we made you get into? I would love that. Yeah, I would. Well, I'm sorry. We can't really accept your application right now. I don't know why all my accents today are Southern. <laughs> we, 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 we can't even read your application. You don't have any experience. But I have college. Yeah, that doesn't matter. You need all that. What? I applied. Also, when you're so young and going through things, you don't know what the hell you want to do. That's why it's so crazy when they're, like when you're 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 growing up and and people are like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" I don't. It took me twenty one years to figure out something that I'm I would like to create graphics and and, and design stuff that failed. <laughs> don't worry about that because to run a business you need money, but to need money you had to work, but to work you got to have experience. What? Fucking, it's it's a trap. It's not a trap. It's it's just confusing. It's a maze. Life is a maze that none of us know what we're doing. And if you do, good for you. You fucking found the cheese and, and you deserve it. You deserve it. But I applied, man. I applied to so many jobs. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do when I was young. When My mindset, I, it, it's so hard for me to really buckle down and make a hard decision where it's just like, yes, this is going to be it. I've done that with a band, though. I knew when I was in a band, I really wanted to make it work, but I didn't play an instrument. I screamed and sang, and um, I could manage and, and stuff like that. I couldn't make music because I didn't know how, unfortunately. And you want to know why I couldn't make music? Because I was in sixth grade. I wanted to play the drums, Right. This is when you get in a band. And I wanted to play the drums. So I went up to the guy and he's like, uh, what do you want to, what instrument do you want to play? And I was like, the drums, please. And he's like, all right, well, we got to test you out a little bit, see if you can even attempt to try to play the drums. He's like, so do these simple beats on the table with your hands and uh, we'll see here. And he goes, can you follow this one? And I really couldn't. <laughs> he's like, you're not going to make it. Oh, really? Even though I've never tried? Yeah, it's just not for you. Let's get you on something different. So then he takes me over to the fucking trombone section. We're going to get you on a trombone. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks. You know what? I already didn't look like a nerd with a bowl cut. You know what? Give me the trombone. Give me the, the seven-foot instrument that I got to take on the bus and get made fun of every day. And the funny thing, learning any instrument, not only including the drums, you got to know how to follow a beat. So I couldn't just be on the drums, sir. No, you need a trombone. You need a seven-foot instrument. That looks stupid in your hands. Thanks. So there was that dream. Drums went out the window. Now I'm on trombone. I didn't really like it. I remember taking it home, and I learned, like, Lubega number five or some shit on that. I felt like a genius. Yeah, what about that drum teacher guy? should probably give a kid a chance if it's in sixth grade and he wants to play the drums. Just let him play the fucking drums. The band sucks anyway, okay? The band's not going anywhere. You know what we do in band? We play three, two shows a year. We play one for the winter and then the spring or some shit. And the show sucks. The show's terrible, okay? The show's, the, the, the show's ass. None of the kids know the, are unbeat. You got some pedophile band teacher, which is a weirdo, fucking swinging the thing. No one knows what they're doing, and, and the parents are just there pointing out their kids. The show wouldn't be a show without parents. If you asked anybody to come to a band concert in middle school, 
not the parents, there would be zero people in that audience because the show sucks. We all know it. You know, let's go there. It's so cute. Look at them. They can't even follow the beat. Yeah, the show sucks. That's why it's free. It's annoying that they take it so seriously. Just, uh, just let me play the drums, dude. I could be in the back just banging on shit. You know, maybe I could have been a really good drummer. But when someone puts you down, then it's like, well, now I can't do the drums. That's been my mind, pro- my thought process. Then I grew up and I'm like, well, I'm now I'm just too old. I don't give a shit. I wanted to play the guitar. I got a guitar once and uh, broke that on accident. I set it on the wall and then it slid down and broke the neck. There goes that dream of learning a guitar. Well, why don't you just buy another guitar? Eh, maybe it was meant to be. But I loved music and I still miss it to this day, like I said. And now I'm doing comedy. Comedy I'm taking very seriously, and I've been doing it for six-plus years now. So that's the the sucky part of, uh, about a dream is that I picked this, and I want to do it, and I'm passionate about it, and I love it and hate it at the same time, but everybody would, I think, rather see me have a job. And I don't want that that's so bad of me they're like mate you need this and this and this we just stress about you i know i'm already stressed out enough don't worry i'm i'm worried for every i'm worried enough for everybody that's worried about me don't worry it's okay i'm stressed enough guys i can't sleep but for me to pick this passion and and for people to be like why would you do this? And it's like, well, why would I do the other thing that's already let me down? College let me down dramatically. Hugely. I like the experiences. I had great memories from college, but it sucks because if I ever have kids, I don't think I can tell them to go to college in being honest. That's me. I would love my kids to, 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 to make the decision on their own when they become adults make sure you know what you want to do before you go pull a hundred thousand dollar trigger they'll just give you the loan man yeah I wish I would have took all that money and just started a business or something and at least failed at that because you know what that loan you can just file for bankruptcy and move on just like the rest of the pieces of shit up in corporate America who failed and created businesses. They file bankrupt, start a new one. That's good. Students? No. Live with that forever. It's been good. It's been good. I think uh, we went through a lot today. And I appreciate you guys listening, and um, I'll see you next time on Going Through It with me, Justin Essenmacher. Yeah, 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 yeah.